in the back with the technical license. So last time I said that there was no video of me and I lied because I got it up right before I started talking. So today is really not working. Okay. It's a good thing you're here. So how may I serve you? I love that saying, not only because it reminds me of fries, but um, also because it can be said in very different ways. Um, I want to thank everybody that is here today, live stream people. You don't see us anyway, so you don't have to do this. But I want everyone that's here today that has done something to serve our community, even if it's a small thing, I'd like you to stand up, please. So look around you. We are all here to serve. Thank you. You can go ahead and sit down now. So we have someone that makes sure that you get a bulletin every morning when you come to service. We have someone that makes sure that the square gets turned on so that we can uh, give our uh, genera give generously. We have our prayer chaplains, our greeters, our board of trustees. All of you are volunteers, and all of you are serving because you want to. There's not one person that is doing it because it's if they have to, or because somebody told them to do it. Even when I'm in the back trying to work on my technology stuff and getting a little uh, uh, frustrated, I know that I'm, I can do it and that I can figure it out. I just needed more than 20 minutes to do that. So, <clears throat> Charles Fillmore says, that we shall serve for the joy of serving, and prosperity shall flow to us and through us in unending streams of plenty. I wanted to start with that quote because it reminds me of not only the joy of serving, but also that God is our source. It takes a really strong community to be able to continue to be steadfast and thrive in the midst of, of not having a, a spiritual leader. So when our church is focusing not on what the minister can do for us, because we don't have one, but on what we as a community can do, it transforms lives. So I just want to say thank you to all of you that do serve with joy. So if you haven't gotten one, I hope you, I hope you grab one on the way out, but um, everyone gets a bulletin every week, and Roberta lovingly puts these together, and if you look inside, you'll see on the left-hand side are USC mission, vision, and values, and I just wanted to take a minute to go over those, so if you'd like to say the mission with me. USC is a dynamic community empowering all to embrace and express the divine as we contribute our unique gifts in an evolving world. We came up with that together many years ago through appreciative inquiry and, and other um, methods of 
creating our space together. So our vision together, we are love in action, honoring the divine within all. We say that a lot here. We are love in action. But what does that really mean? How do we serve as love in action? And I think you all know, because so many of you already stood up today, but I wanted to kind of go over what our vision and mission mean in, in the grand scheme of things. So we are here for love, for community, for acceptance, for connection to spirit, and for service. We take the time to serve each other. But how often do we serve ourselves? So I want to start there. How may I serve you? How can I serve myself? We pray. We meditate. We take care of our body temple. We attend our Sunday services, our service of worship, a service where we have the opportunity to fill ourselves up to reach our higher consciousness and to become willing and open to serving others. Hopefully we have daily practices, spiritual practices, prayer practices, rituals and ceremonies that help align us with that Christ consciousness. And then we get to see each person as God would see them. Myrtle Fillmore wrote in How to Let God Help You. Let the Spirit of God in you draw you out in different phases of expression and development. You have accustomed yourself to certain ways and acts and returns, and you don't want to be shaken out of these habits. But it would appear that Spirit has taken a hand and is insisting that you look a little deeper into the storehouse of mind and substance and love and launch out in a different course of action and service and growth. I thought that was a very meaningful passage for myself because it reminds me that I do things pretty regularly that I do as service to others, but am I growing and moving forward in that? Am I stretching myself? Or am I going out of my comfort zone at all to try something different? I'm not telling you all to stop helping Unity Spiritual Center. That's not what I'm saying. But maybe we need to look at it from another perspective. So Albert Schweitzer, who's a uh, Lutheran minister and theologian, who also won the Nobel Peace Prize for, uh, in 1952 for his philosophy on the reverence for life, he says that the person who would be really happy would be the one who has sought and discovered a way to serve. So it's not happiness that we are trying to achieve, it's happiness that draws us to serve. Are we happy with ourselves, and are we happy with our surroundings? So how may I serve you? Also reminds me of how do I serve God? How do we serve God? 
our first unity principle says that God is everywhere present and that God is good. And our second principle says each one of us is a unique expression of that divine nature that we call God and that we are inherently good as well. Jesus was our way shower, not our Savior. And he practiced what he preached. His message was to love one another and to see each one as the Christ. In John verse 13, chapter, or chapter 13, verse 34, it says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, and that you also love one another. He was aware of his Christ self and his connection to spirit. He didn't say, love one another as I have loved you as the human Jesus. He was saying, love one another as I, the Christ, love each and every one of you. So if we go within and see that Christ nature within ourselves, can we also see it in others? Myrtle Fillmore wrote more, because she was a good writer. She says, your work, as you do, as you no doubt realize, is not for the purpose of supplying your own physical needs, for these are supplied as gifts from the Father. Work, of whatever nature, is to render living service in obedience to the law of giving and receiving. For you, it is for the purpose of expressing your God-given faculty and power to the end that you may manifest the divine ideas that God has implanted, that perfect pattern of His Son. To me, that sounds like love in action. That is our Christ consciousness coming together and allowing us to see one another. So, we can also serve each other. Our fall program study a couple years ago used a book by Valerie Carr called See No Stranger. And the one premise that I remember the most from that was that um, you are a part of me that I have not yet met. Think about that. You are a part of me that I have not yet met. So when I go around meeting people, interacting with people, I'm interacting with myself because we all have that Christ nature within us. We are all connected in spirit. Eric Butterworth, who's another unity minister, says, A life is useless unless it becomes an instrument through which some good flows. It may not be the kind of service which is noticed and acclaimed, but it must be done in a spirit of dedication. This is what we need to do, to think of ourselves as a link in the connection through which benefit and service may come into the world. To think of ourselves as a link in the connection through which benefit and service may come into the world. 
as Myrtle called it, that living service. It reminds me of St. Francis' prayer, make me an instrument of thy peace. Make me an instrument of thy creativity, of thy work. Make me an instrument. Simply say, use me. Allow me to express with love and action. So we talk about serving as giving of ourselves, but it's giving of our time, giving of our talents, and giving of our treasure. And I know people don't like to talk about that treasure part, that concept of tithing and giving to your spiritual uh, home. But I was looking at some information, and I saw something that really made me pause and made me think of tithing a little bit differently. So I had a, um, I had a teacher that said, we don't spiritually feed you. You are not babies. And I took a little bit of offense to that because I thought, well, that's kind of mean. But I understand what he means now because what I found was that what we need to do is not to tithe to our spiritual food, but to tithe to make a difference. To tithe as source. To not to the source of one's spiritual nourishment. So rather than focusing on supporting the ministry, we invite people to tithe as source to the mission that we have here at Unity Spiritual Center. And Unity Spiritual Center is that dynamic community empowering all to embrace and express the divine as we contribute our unique gifts in an evolving world. So we do a lot here within our community, but how many of you also serve outside the community? I can't raise my hand. Yeah, there's, there's, there's still quite a few of you, but that's why I think that we need kind of a new approach to what we do here at Unity. We're really good at taking care of each other and taking care of this community, but what are we doing to serve outside the community? I know we have our outreach program that we collect uh, food for the, uh, for the food pantry and we um, collect for different shelters, but we're still doing it in-house. We're not going out into the world. And to be love in action, we need to be able to present ourselves to everyone we meet. One of my goals, and I don't know that it'll happen this year, but it's still a goal and I'm going to make it happen somehow, is to get a group of us to go out and work with Habitat for Humanity. I sit in, or I live uh, at the edge of Lakewood and Cleveland, yeah. I was thinking Cleveland West or whatever. Um, but right there is the highway. And in those, at those highway intersections, I see a lot of our hospice folks standing there. And the other night we had that really bad storm. 
that only lasted a short while. But all I could think about was, what are they doing? And how are they going to survive that? If they will, most of them did. I'm sure they did. But could you imagine having no place to put your head? So I would really like to be able to do that at some point as part of my service as love and action outside the community. I'm not saying that that's what we have to do. I'm just saying think of something for yourself that brings passion to you. I know that that almost made me cry because it, it almost made me cry. Um, so our community prayer focuses on service as well, and we affirm giving wholeheartedly and joyfully to draw from our passion. So what I'm looking for is for what is that passion that you have? What is that that you have to offer for the joy of serving? And that brings us to our spiritual practice. So we're gonna. I I made it kind of general um, because I hadn't quite finished what I was gonna say. Um, so it just says take action to serve others in some way and see them as Christ sees them. Remember that they are that part of you that you do not know yet, and be willing to serve without reciprocity. Find joy in giving of your time, your talent, and your treasure as a service to one another. And finally, if you like to do social media, we need a social media person. Just putting that out there. Oh, I think it's warm enough in here now, right? All right. Uh, everybody stand up. Turn around and look at one another and say, thank you for your service. All right. Go out and be that love in action. Namaste.